minor things and I'm just praying to whatever deity deans over things that are shipped internationally <laughs> or from Colorado. Things. I don't fucking know. Oh Anyways, welcome back it's to like the Langoliers just got all our stuff. Yeah, it's hoarding it up in the sky. Yeah. Waiting for time to die. Pardon my can, she did a burp. Yeah, which one's that? It's the Holly Beach. Nice. Canned in the weird Or the Honey Beach. Or the, the Holy Beach, depending on how you read it. And the weird, the can being all like, like striped, taped. bestriped and be taped for no reason discernibly. Be taped. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. been be taped. Just fold it in. Just fold it in. Just all fucking right. fold it in. All right, more. I'm going to move my setup again and it's going to make a weird noise. That's okay. So, right. welcome back to Otaku. I'm Greg. I'm Liz. And we've been watching some anime. We've been watching one anime. Yeah. To be precise. Yep. Still watching <laughs> that JoJo shit. All yeah. that shit your mama and your daddy warned you about. It, it kind of sounded like you said thought JoJo shit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Thoughtsef. Yeah. I was going to say Thoreau. Joseph is the biggest. <laughs> Thotoro. Thoot and so I do. I do declare Thotoro. He is off limits from your beguiling, from your beguiling bemused looks. Tholine. Yeah, Tholine, Tholine, Tholine. That's that's copyrighted. All right. Anyway, oh well, we're off to a bad start, everybody. I don't think Dolly Parton would mind of all people. <laughs> I think God. she'd be like the most chill one. Just be like, you show yeah, her, you show her one episode of 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 uh, JoJo, and she's like. I don't know. She just instantly is She's just like I over, can get behind overtaken this. by like anime culture. And, sure, why not? You know. um, but anyways, yeah. So we're starting in on episode thirteen, where the boys run into a dickhead on the highways of. Are they in Abu Dhabi at this point? No, no, they're in Pakistan. No, they're going to Pakistan. They're going to Pakistan. Okay, from India, they're right. going to Pakistan. By car with Polnareff driving yes. shittily. Yes, he's a shithead. And but <laughs> I did I did notice that they're in a. a he's in shithead. He's in shithead. Uh, they're using a right-hand drive automobile, which I thought was an interesting um, artistic, or what I don't know why they used that, but they did, and I was like, why? every car they drive in this, I believe, except for the one with the Oingo Boingo brothers. Ugh. Where Joseph is oddly enough driving. Yeah. Um, I think every vehicle, road vehicle they get into is a right-hand drive. What was it? I thought maybe that was I, I knew what was coming and I was just like that. Maybe that's why that stood out to me. I'm not sure. But anyways, yeah. So what did you know was coming? No, like I was like something seems like was that the weird one out or was that just more of the same with him driving? Who like him? That, that car, Polnareff, this time, in this episode. I don't know why I wrote that off. down. I, I wrote one right-hand drive, but now that you're saying I don't know. That, I'm pretty uh, sure. Probably because it's the first time we've seen them drive a vehicle the whole series. Okay, that's why. Yeah, because like later on, it's like, well, oh, Well, Joseph, like, yeah, Joseph flies a plane a few episodes <laughs> down from this. Are planes like right and left-hand drive? I hope not. No, but you have pilot and co-pilot, and I'm pretty sure the pilot is like the left-hand side. Gotcha. Um, in all the planes I've that they get on. I've never thought about that. Hmm. Me either. Yeah. Until right now. Just this fucking <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, we've also been rewatching Letterkenny, which is highly recommended. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, please do. It's yeah, a, it's, it's like a, a, it's a real gem. It's like a weird 
like palate cleanser like not that i need my palate cleansed from oh, stardust crusaders i know what you mean that's right. part i think that's part of the reason why i just randomly was like you know what i could really go for it's a mental some, some swipe. fucking some fucking letter candy no oh my god no pause, what an asshole ass. all right so um so they're driving to pakistan anna's back and she's like 12 i don't know how i came up with this but i discerned that she was definitely like 12 fucking years old yeah, she's got a big old schoolgirl crush on Jotaro at this point. It's like it's like well, she she's had one, right? But now it's like it's been but gradually. She's been, she's been quote missing unquote for a couple episodes. Yeah. We didn't know what happened to her. Yeah, she just shows turns up. out she was all the way in India with them. Yeah, how the fuck did yeah? Like I, I don't know. We don't know. I'm not sure. It's don't never really explained. Care. It doesn't matter. It it's, doesn't matter because we learned the other day that Iraqi like was writing the story as he was writing the story. Right. So like maybe in his Not brain, really she might've kind of played like a bigger part of things. Yeah. There's this whole, like there's as whole... a writer though, like this sentiment really bothers me. Yeah. I've never been, I would, I would be the Iraqi in this cause I'm not good at like storyboarding things. And I just get really excited about an idea. And then I'm like, I mean, I don't necessarily storyboard stuff either, but I don't know. I guess my brain just like <laughs> mental, to, mental storyboarding. It fleshes it out. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Like mm, a flush bud. Like, yeah, 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 cool. yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess I just, I, I, I tend to have a habit of like fleshing out a story or at least getting a vague notion of a beginning and an end, if not a beginning and a middle or a middle and an end. That's awesome. I wish I could do that. So I feel for Araki. If 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 this is in fact because it's like this whole big thing apparently with the fucking JoJo community with like there's there's entire videos dedicated to it almost as though it's like I, I don't know, like some hidden lore thing on YouTube where people are like fighting in the comments about like whether they think or or like believe that he's just making it up as he goes or if it's all just intentional or some shit. <laughs> Wasn't like literally, oh, never mind. I can't talk about that because it's part four. <laughs> but like <laughs> one of my babies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah. uh, skip over that little aside. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just, I think it's, ridiculous i think we're getting into because we're headed towards the middle of the stardust crusaders arc now um that like you would think that these like guys would just know that they're coming upon like an enemy stand at some point like Like, what to expect like they'd have a hand guide at this point like 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 some dude you're driving in uh in a vehicle um, along a lonely desert cliffside highway and there's one other car tailing you slash passing you and then brake checking you like constantly and it's just like at one point you just sit there and go uh guys yeah what what to expect when you're expecting an enemy stand like this is like like I feel like this is in the liner notes in that novel like it's not even you don't have to read ahead to chapter two or anything it's like right there like right but then when they do figure it out, it's too late and Star Naturally. Platinum punches a semi truck. Yeah, like possibly killing the guy driving it. We don't know. I don't know, but it's fine. like I, I do know about deacceleration and yeah. I have a bad bad feeling. Yeah, and, and he then might not have survived. On top of that, on top of maybe possibly leaving someone for dead, like we don't know. Right. Um, okay, I can kind of see where Connor's opinion about Jotaro comes in. 
Well, yeah. I mean, he does casually say to Polnareff, because Polnareff's like, yeah, we should probably do something. And he's just like, no, let's get the fuck out of here. And just like. Yeah, like forget you ever yeah. saw it. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's literally what like, he says, Yeah, right? he's like, it's best to just imagine you didn't see anything. And just like, yeah. oh, okay. And, but on top of that, then they end up going the wrong way because somehow like the 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 stand car like flips the signs is like it's like a bugs buddy moment where it's like to pakistan to hell yeah he like he looney tunes the fucking sign so that it like he like hits it and sp- it spins around in midair and like lands in the wrong direction kind of yeah it's just so it's, stu- it's so dumb yeah it's just one of those things where you're watching you're just like come on guys really yeah yeah um and i know that like they stop at a roadside stand and try to find the this the user or the whoever's like harassing them on the highway they're still not an entirely positive that the car is actually a stand but um <laughs> well yeah because they, they go they over get, they get rear-ended it. yeah oh yeah yeah uh, and the only reason i even remember that is because i wrote now that's what i call getting rear-ended a winku <laughs> god damn it <laughs> yeah and in a show like jojo those those things do tend to stand out a little bit <laughs> winku <laughs> stand <laughs> out fucking kill me <laughs> um yeah and then um jotaro and kakuin have like this cute little moment where like they bond over sumo wrestling <laughs> yep yeah 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 cuz at that point they're back on the road and the car is like still yeah, at that point, that, that was after um, that was after like the car tried to fucking wedge them off the side of a ravine into it, and instead they do the old flipso changeo and like yeah. reverse pull it back up over. Because and they're driving like a like a midsize, like a like a Range a Rover luxury sedan. Yeah, they're well, <laughs> no. it's not a luxury. No, they they traded their luxury. It's literally sedan. like a like a Range Rover. Yeah, they later they traded their luxury sedan. Not for yet. Kim, did they? God, it's hard to keep track of this Did we get shit. there yet? Yeah, we talked about the sun. Did we get there about the... No, we haven't talked about the sun yet. What? Oh, my God. This is fucking me up. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Oh, my God. We're so many episodes behind that. Yeah, I know. Okay. Ugh, so, um, so anyway, so they use the old switcheroo with a, 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 a tow line, I guess, that comes out from the front. I don't know these things. Yeah, my parents were never rich it. enough to just have a Range Rover. <laughs> uh, i like... Yeah. Some of my friends' parents. At this point, it was like an actual utility vehicle before the luxury branding of the night. Like right, the it served 90s. a purpose. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, there's like there's a scene, I guess, where like Jotaro's like the only one who's even remotely aware of anything that's going on because my only note is one of us is learning. Yeah. Like, yeah, I wrote the same fucking thing. I'm like, Jodoro is the only one of these who, of these people who seem to remember when a whole damn boat was a stand. Yes. Like a whole fucking Oh, yeah, that's right, because they're speculating. They're like, there's shit. no way this car is a stand, yeah. right? And, and it's jo- just like, Jodoro, do you guys not? Yeah, Jodoro just looked like, just got the same like Do you just not remember the like... horrifying orangutan? Yeah, you all like, remember how cool that was? Who got eaten by a boat? Yeah, yeah, that was fucking awesome. That I, is I still a drift at sea, that. by the way. The boat itself yeah, just, is just, still a drift at sea. Just waiting to fucking do whatever god-awful things. Because, yeah. yeah, they never killed the orangutan, as far as I can tell. Yeah, but Wheel of Fortune's a one-part episode, um, and so they come to the conclusion that the user and the stand are, like, beatable somehow, um, and someone exclaims, part three is over. Right, yeah, what the fuck? Like, and then, um, yeah, like, so, yeah, like they, the dude gets his ass whipped, and he's got nasty... After the fourth wall break. Yeah. And... Like, the blatant fourth wall break. Which I feel like that's the first... 
real absolutely yeah like that was kind of jarring and i was like oh i don't remember that <laughs> well yeah so they just kidding it's not we still have plenty. 40 episodes to go plenty um yeah so they beat the shit out of this guy who has these comically huge like bulky boy arms oh my god yeah it's the guy who forgot leg day yeah like he forgot full full body day stop it fucking cat are you i swear to god so we moved from the couch and we're still getting catus interruptus yeah he's like more upset because we're not easily accessible i i wish you could like just go and listen to episodes because every episode there's an interruption with one of them one of three one of three. There's a 33 and a third percent chance that any of those um, shitheads are going to do so something. So yeah, also, I think we noticed maybe during this episode that while they tend to beat the shit out of stand users, or maybe it's a little bit later, maybe it's the lovers parts, um, we, like, the they don't actually, like, they don't kill a lot of stand users, like, just outright. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, ZZ, the user of Wheel of Fortune, tends to... <laughs> end up uh, attached to a rock, which made me just go, hmm. Yeah, they, they chained him to a rock upside down. Because and it's, like, it's, not, it's not the only time we'll see a stand user who becomes like quasi-conjoined yes. with so, a giant yeah. mineral. But that would be given spoilers for part four. Right. I just, I, again, it's, it's going back and watching these things and being like that's already happened before mm-hmm. which is funny right because our fucking that's why i was literally just like oh yeah we've already done that and talked about it but that was that's like seven episodes from now like i'm like <laughs> i'm like what do you mean we have like 30 episodes left and i'm like oh yeah we're only on in this part on talking about episode episode 13 13 and meanwhile now- we're up to like episode tw- 22, 22 watching yeah and, and taking Again, our little for notes. the second time yeah, it's this is wild. This is fucking my whole brain all the way up. It's all good. It's so much more fun this way because then you look back and you're like, wait, what are we talking about? And yeah. she's like, oh, yeah. Um, speaking of what are we talking about, hey, Anne, you gots to go. You're holding the story up. Yeah. We're going to put you on a plane yeah. that we're not getting on. No. Sending you back to wherever the fuck you came from. Yeah, you'll probably be all right. You'll probably be all right. Iraqi's like, yeah. I don't. I don't need her anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like whatever like purpose she might have served. It's so done. weird. Like she literally is just like she's too young to be a love interest for Jute. Yeah, he f- he figured that out. Like, <laughs> you know, hopefully a little a little more than halfway or a little little less than halfway through the fucking series. He's but like, um, yep, you gotta go. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, like a third of the way through the series. Yeah. Um, and this is where we both came to the conclusion that Polnareff is at least eighteen because I think this is the episode where I actually Googled how old. Um, French people are um, to get their car driver's license. Right. Because I had a sneaking suspicion it was the same as Germany, which is 18. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't sure. Because yeah, six, 16 for a scooter, you said? Motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Motorcycle. Like, a not big, even, not even like a, yeah, like not even like a, like a little moped, like bzz, bzz thing, like an really? actual, mo- yes, because That's so weird. the it's... first time I went to Germany, I, the, like none of my friends or their exchange students, like, None of them had driver's licenses, really. Um, but, like, motorcycle. Yeah, I rode on the back of a motorcycle chill. with Marvin, and it was like. That's <laughs> the so. First... That's so completely no, like. No, it was like the opposite of what you would expect. Yeah, it was the first time I was ever on a motorcycle. That's crazy. Because, like, in my mind, growing so up in fun. America, motorcycles are like way more dangerous statistically than like than yeah. a bike or than a car. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, you can only. No, it was like it was like a Yamaha like pseudo crotch rocket like. Yeah. Holy shit. And you can get a license for those at 16 in most European countries. 
I mean, it, I get it. It makes sense. Because you're only like, taking care of yourself or one other person versus a car full of people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can't. Because like in America, it's just like, all right, so you're not allowed until you're 18 or whatever to have like under 18 passengers, but like wink, wink, like y'all know you're about to like drive all your dumbass friends around. Oh, absolutely. Like the next day. I was driving my dumbass friends around when I was like, yeah, like literally just turned 16. Still actually have my learner's <laughs> permit because right. I didn't get my learners until like after I like, I think it was like two or three months after I turned 15. Mm-hmm. And in Georgia, you had to have your learner's permit for a full year before you could get your actual driver's license. So I didn't get my, my 16 year old driver's license until well after I was 16. I don't even remember. I feel like mine and I had to have been... driver's ed. Yeah. Oh yeah. We had driver's ed in mass too, but I can't remember to Unless... like speed it up because you, you had to, you had to have a full year of learner's permit. Then you had to have so many hours driving with a um, parent or guardian over the age of 21. Hmm. So many nighttime driving hours or, or mm. you could take driver's ed <laughs> and and get and get schooled up like by roughly six hours of the just... rules of the road yeah there's pretty one kind of gnarly really little bit we did a lot of driving thing. in like like back when i was in high school was the backwoods areas of georgia which is like now like down by stonecrest mall like we take the we take the back roads um down to like i-20 like it like looking at it now i'm like that's a major area yeah, to like I've cut never, through i've never known that area to not be anything but like right pretty because, built up because when we used to drive to georgia we were going from north carolina we'd go through lithonia every time and i'm just like yeah. oh i went to that mcdonald's with my driver led <clears> i mean i kind of feel the same way about drake it to be honest with you like it looks so different i mean it's not the same scale it's still a pretty small town drake it to me is still like so backwards well yeah but I mean, like Lowell used to be like There's nobody no, wanted to go to Lowell. Well, I guess like, ninety three technically cuts through Drake. It yeah, but which is weird. It's kind of weird that they even have like an exit, and that's always been an exit. I I like, still find why? it so hilarious that your parents live like literally within five minutes of an interstate. Yeah, and yet it's like thirty minutes on the interstate to anywhere like. Well, if you're going in, in Massachusetts, yes. or if you're going to New, New Hampshire, it's south. Like, right. If you're going south on 93. Yeah, if you're going south on 93, it's like an actual kind of inconvenience, but I mean, still relative to going in. New anywhere. England is wild. Right. If you're going like anywhere in New England, you can probably get there faster than we could get from fucking coastal North Carolina <laughs> to the mountains in North Carolina. Not exaggerating. Dude, no, we would be in Canada. Right. If At, we were like, to leave. Definitely easily. Like rural coastal Massachusetts and take the amount of time, roughly seven and a half hours, and no, just yeah, drive easily. west. Yeah, easily, we yeah. would be in like fucking Ontario. Yeah. Or if you wanted to go just straight north, you could still get to a, a, a decidedly less cool and less interesting part of Canada by way of Maine. Yeah. Which I, I don't have no, really anything against Maine, but no. I do. Good. Yeah. His name is Stephen King and he scares the shit out of me. Yeah, he lives there. So um, no thanks. Anyways. Yeah. Oof. So, <laughs> wow, that took a journey. Uh, much like the Stardust Crusaders. No, stop. No, stop. No, please. No, it kills me when you do this. Um. So welcome, everybody, to the second dog corpse of oh, the yeah. part. Starts off with a big old. Yeah. Like, and it's like one of the first edited. things Jute sees. I'm yeah. just going to call him Jute from now on. That's cool. He's a and, Jute shoot riot. And he's, he apparently is like the only one in the car that sees this dog that's been like impaled, like on like a 
not a trident, but like on a series of spikes. Yeah, just like. And it's just really know. eerie because it's like kind of in the fog. So yeah, I like get it. Like maybe the other guys didn't see it. Yeah, like why the fuck was that? But then dog he just, just like gets really unsettled. And wasn't it Joseph who's like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "Nothing. It's fine." Yeah, yeah. This is one of those many little like uh, insights so, to his. So psyche. Jude has to know. Like he has to know because again, he's the only one learning that they are. <laughs> they are literally coming up on. Uh, the the novelization of Stephen King's The Mist. <laughs> like, Wait, well, all right. So this takes part. This takes place in the eighties. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess if you were to base this in real world scenarios, yeah, this probably did happen after The Mist was written. Right. And he's a learned kind of delinquent. So, he is. He's super smart. So maybe. <laughs> no, like seriously, like he's really smart, and so he and might he have actually probably read enjoys reading. But I would, I would hedge my bets and say he probably enjoys reading more just about marine life. Ah, uh, yes, maybe, maybe uh, <laughs> dolphins. dolphins in particular. I still don't no, know where no, this came from. Don't quite know where or why, but I just <laughs> have a feeling in my heart of hearts that he does. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, so they get to this other town. Uh, I'm assuming they finally made it to Pakistan mm-hmm. yep. um, when they happen upon this town of which I can't remember the name, but they say it many times. Kakuin even probably has like a little history lesson behind it again. Um, and once again, once they get there, Polnareff just needs to shit comfortably. Well, all right, so this is like not just him shitting. I've also noticed that we're watching it again that he like he's he almost immediately steps in shit. Like it's it everything This with is like him, literally the second time where he just wants to poop. Which I I mean comfortably. Do you really blame the guy? I don't. Like can I have you a very specific way that I enjoy using the bathroom. Right. And you're like you're like all right, it would be bad enough if like like a there reasonable was a pig head in my toilet <laughs> that I had to punch with a stick. Like you're like I'm like I'm on the level of like if there was a bug in the toilet bowl and I was like oh no thanks but like never mind a whole ass pig sticking its whole ass head up through the. I think toilet. at this point I don't think Polnareff would have been bothered by a bug in a toilet, but like we're getting ahead of ourselves inside. here. Yeah. Um. Dead dudes. Yeah. Oh, bugs everywhere. Firstly, speaking of yeah, bugs. bugs everywhere. Um, um, in this town, they find a dead dude, supposedly, yeah. like just on the side of the road. Yeah. Who, who at first they foolishly just uh, surmised shot himself right, with a gun, which is still smoking. Like ten minutes after the fact. Yeah. Um, conveniently, mm-hmm. but then they they I think they pull his clothing aside and yes. they see that he's chock full of holes. He's a holy man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's a fellow holy man. He's just chock full of holes. Chock full of Chock-a holes. Chock a block of holes. <laughs> if you're Trademark. speed wagon. Yeah. Um, and none of those holes have any blood coming out of them. Nope. Which is a big hmm. Yeah, where all the blood go. For like later. Yes. Especially considering who the stand user is for this episode and the next one that we're going to cover. This is foreshadowing, ladies it's and gentlemen. It's big foreshadowing. Yes, big shadows. Um, I wish I had kind of actually like paid a little bit more attention to this because I probably would have um, garnered a little bit more later on, but it's all well and good because we're rewatching it. Yep. Um, yeah, yucky uh, acne lady and the yucky acne lady's yeah. kid. That was super gross. Yeah. Um, mm. Didn't like that. They're talking to her, telling her, like, call the police because this guy is dead. And, call like, the police. She's just like, oh, my acne is... Festered. Festered. And she's like... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think watching this episode, there's just like, like a lot of it's, like... <laughs> so, so it's... All right. So this is, I think, a, a good moment to talk again or more about the whole, like, what they do and don't 
um, censor. There's a lot of body horror. Yeah, a lot of body horror. Um, they don't fester like the... Censor. Yeah, they don't... Did I say fester? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> My brain did a little switcheroo. They don't fester. Yeah, they don't... Everyone does fester. They don't uncle fester. Yeah. So, yeah, they don't censor stuff like her picking her nasty, like, festering face. I think, yeah, they because if it's like, if it's like surface wounds or like surface disease, I don't think it um, needs to be censored. But remember what we saw from like the like the the Blu-ray stuff we were watching. Yeah, the other night? like there's like some there's, stuff they, they there's do. stuff where like there's knives sticking out of people, and where the knife hits the skin, it's blacked out. But you can definitely still tell that there's a fucking knife sticking <laughs> right. out of somebody. I feel like or multiple knives. I feel like the stuff that multiple they, Benny knives. I feel like the stuff that like for the most part, predominantly the stuff that they do censor is way less grotesque than the stuff that they don't i don't know because because realizing that they do um kind of put like a shading um thing around certain stuff i realize that a lot of the a lot of the horror that we do see is still pretty yuck yeah i mean it's a gross ass series well it's a gross series well it's a gross well it's a gross series um but yeah i don't know i just i just think that's kind of interesting seeing like especially in context of the other series too like they 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 handle stuff differently which i think was maybe partially when they were airing and stuff like that because that factors pretty bigly into it so yeah um my next note aside from the hmm giant holes and no blood um it and we i did mention this to you during the episode like very specifically with a um rock paper scissors thing mm-hmm. um and then the next note i have is that joseph can use hamon and hermit purple at the same time um which i'm not sure was really made clear earlier like every time he uses hermit purple there's some kind of like you know golden crackling energy around him but i just kind of chalked it up to that just being his stand but apparently no it's definitely like yeah apparently yeah. it's the hamon as well um which is unfortunate because that he's still useless yeah, like, what the fuck happened, my guy? Like, how how are you... Like, he should be, at this point, like, head and shoulders above any of these other guys. I mean, it'd be like, okay, like, you... So you've mastered... You've your, mastered Hamon. Your, which is, like, your physical... Like, like your chi. Yes. Like, Dragon Ball. Literally. And then, so you've mastered that, and then you're and also... You stand have a stand on top of which this. Which is your mental ability. Because Dio is still alive Dio. and he awakened something in him kono dioda yeah like he awakened something in all of us okay well so, yeah obviously i mean really oh, wow. are we kidding um but yeah it's like, like it's, true blood all over again yeah so it's just like are you fucking kidding me my guy like he is hands down the least i mean i get like he can conjure images from whatever from nothing about things. psychic images yeah. but he's too much of a pervert to that really be effective that's my head cannon don't at me <laughs> ever since that scene when he spied on his mom i wrote that into yeah anyway yeah anyway um so then we're uh quote introduced unquote because we've already actually met her but the crusaders are introduced to and yaba who's the old woman who kicked a cat in an earlier episode um and then being the idiot stand user that she is uh she gives herself up immediately to jotaro because he's the only one paying attention. To, yeah, exactly. Well, she calls Joseph Mr. Joestar. Yes. With no And Jojo no immediately calls her on it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, why did you just call him that? We haven't 
given you our names. You have no idea who we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no, no, the the young man. And she like points at Polner. I'm like, definitely called him Mr. Joestar like less than two minutes ago. He's like, did I? Ma- I must have. He's just like, yeah, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, I must have. Because I'm Polner. I'm a big dum-dum. And I'm French and wee-wee. Wee-wee, I do. Wee-wee, I need the wee-wee in head, your toilet. My and- <laughs> yep. That's French 101, folks. I think, no like, additional Polnareff charge. I think was just so desperate to get to a, like, a usable toilet yes. by this point that he was like, I'll go with anything as long as we get inside somewhere and I can take a piss. Which, look, I've been there. We've all been there. But, so been there. But like when you're, uh, everybody around you could potentially be trying to murder you with like their, their Literally brain anything. projections. Yeah, anything. Maybe you just need a little extra layer of fucking give a shit. I don't know. Give a little bit of give a, a shit. Give a little bit of a shit. Not like an actual shit. Right. Um, but yeah, it turns out she hates Polnareff as much as I do. JK, she hates him more. Way more. Because she, because in her mind, because he killed, killed her, her son. Beautiful, innocent son. Oh my God, that's right. She went on for like minutes, like praising about how he was such a good boy yeah. and like Instant a beautiful soul day, and how he's in heaven. Going to heaven. Guaranteed. First, first yeah. billet. <laughs> um, but afterwards, she lures them into her like bed and breakfast or whatever. Um, Which, and then like, where'd she get that in the middle of a, well, okay. Enter the horse. <clears throat> oh. That's right. Yeah. He's back. It's yeah. whole horse. Whole horse is back, motherfuckers. Yeah. So that leads us into justice <sighs> part two. I hate him. Where Polnareff is utterly ridiculous, like flirting with Inyaba, saying she's only like 40 years old. Like, tee hee hee, you're only like 40, even though she's clearly... Like, like a super old hag. Yeah, like probably in her um, late But 70s. he still calls her like grandma, but I guess he does it politely. So I, I think yeah. we had to like pause and talk about that because I was like, I don't get it. Like he's calling her like old lady. Yeah. But like politely. Well, yeah, because like he calls her like and it changes once he figures out who she is because then he, he starts Doesn't he call her, her Bachan? No, he calls her Bachan politely, which is like a fun, like kind mm-hmm. of familial thing to say about an older woman. And yeah. then he says Baba. Which is like calling her a witch or a fortune teller. Ah, because that's the biggest insult you can give an old woman. Well, yeah. I mean, say it's say that in, with a lot of sarcasm. Right. Well, in Japanese folklore, it's like they they play that shit up a lot. So. I know. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, but Paul and I, I wrote down like Polnareff is just like talking about, oh, like, you know, where's your family? Do you have a son? Oh my He'd probably God. be about my age. He's so oblivious. Like, and she's just like, like her teeth are just grinding yeah, into like, fucking powder. She had a son, Polnareff, but you killed him. You kind of like killed him or something. You kind of impaled him on a fence. Yeah, not in a good way. Like not in a good not way. Not in a good way. <laughs> um, yeah, and apparently Polnareff didn't have to poop that badly. Right, because this has been, like, a while. Yeah, and he's just like, uh, oh, he came down the stairs looking for the bathroom, but then heard some weird noises, decided to check it out and make sure the old lady was okay. And apparently his his need to find a usable toilet just kind of, like, left the building. That was after she beats the shit out of and almost kills whole horse. Yeah. So that was what That's the weird noise that he heard. Yeah, his whole horse, like, clawing out from under the fucking Yeah, uh, because she pierced him with a big hole with no blood after a minute. Yeah, shoots him and, like, sucks out all the blood from his arm. Yeah. So gross. Yeah, this episode was just like filled of um, holy zombies and not like um, righteous zombies, but no. literally filled with holes. Yeah. Um, because her whole stand, Justice, um, is essentially uh, like putting holes in people. And then like the, the mist that is Justice, like 
starts controlling them yeah. like puppets. Like they're marionettes. So they're literally like zombies that she can control via the holes she puts in their body. Yep. So everybody just chock a block full of holes. Really cool. A bunch of bunch of Swiss cheese looking motherfuckers. Yeah, but you know what the good news is about this episode? What is the good news about this episode? Polnar finally found the bathroom. He did. But then he got locked in it and had to barricade himself in there against a horde of zombies. And Yeah, but he got a new tongue piercing while he was in there. Oh, he did. That's right. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a really unnecessarily detailed gross scene. Yeah, we got a lot more yucky tongue stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, and we still don't know why that's like a thing a, a, with a capital T. Araki was like, how am I going to work some of the, you know, nasty Sticking your tongue out, doing... He's like, what really bothers me the most? I think just when people stick their tongues out to an excess. Yeah. So then he was gonna, (laughs) he was gonna be forced to do a lick on a a nasty toilet. Yeah, like that's, that's Enyaba's It wasn't even a clean toilet. No, right. But it was a toilet and he would have been like happy to use it otherwise. But Enyaba's number one priority, of course, is being like... Gonna make you lick it. Yeah. She's like, you're gonna clean that whole... This is in her voice, by the way. Yeah, I'm gonna make you clean that toilet out with your tongue. And he's like, no. 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 Yeah. Um, but thankfully, Jute to the rescue. Yeah, like just with the guest book, with his casual observations, which of he was things. so clever about. Yes, that actually, that was that. It's like that yet memed, right? You said that that's like a meme now with the the the, oh. uh, the the name that he gave on that, or is that something else? Cutero. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a different thing. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um. Well, no, we'll get to it now. So, oh, okay. so he wrote Cutero Cujo in the guest book um, because he already had a sneaking suspicion that this woman was a stand user and he was like if she calls me Jotaro then I'll fucking know because there's no reason for her to know my name otherwise because I literally told everyone to not call me by my first name um which, or Jojo or anything of the sort. Which means he told them all to have a reasonable expectation that she was a stand user. And, and then they still all let Polnareff walk off to his dumb ass by himself to look for a fucking yeah, toilet. They again. once again let him wander off by himself. Um, they need so, to put a leash on him or something. Like a kid leash, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> put him but, in a backpack. Right. Just stuff, stuff him in a backpack. Polnareff and, papoose. Yes, there you go. So the Kuchero thing, no, it's, um, I think I was telling you this a few weeks ago when I discovered that uh, in certain areas of fandom, Jotaro, there's like a few different ways you can refer to him, which is like um, three Taro or four Taro, depending on which part you're referencing ah, okay. that he yep. makes an appearance. I'm assuming it carries into like five and six. Five Taro, six Taro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and this is also the episode, speaking of Jotaro, <laughs> where I noticed that his pants have no buttons. Nah, you don't need They're even... literally just held up with the two belts. Yeah, why would you need buttons when you have two belts? And I was like, um... <laughs> can, we, can, we ball, can, we, can we go back to the three Toro and four Toro thing? I feel like it'd be better to, for people to say like San... San Toro, Yon Toro, Go Toro. Eat Jojo Chan. Me Jojo Chan. San Jojo Chan. But oh. like it just like it rolls off the, you know, pero, pero, pero. No. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so aside from his pants not having any buttons and it's only held up by belts. Buttons, chief. It's all buttons. Um, Enyaba does a dum-dum and gives herself away again immediately by calling him Jotaro. Yeah. 
Like they're uh, to his face, wherein he whips out the tiny little fucking guest book and like just has his fingers like place marked where he quote signed it. He's like, um, actually, yeah. She's like, well, you signed the guest book, and he's like, do you mean this? She's like, he's like, like whips it out. She's she's like, but you signed the guest book, and he's like, you didn't even read the manga. Pulls, pulls out the first fucking copy of the Tonk the Tonkoban with that episode and Oh my gosh. Yeah. Idiot, you plebe. At least at least I'll say that I'm happy that everybody in this show is a giant fucking idiot. Like, like yeah. the, the bad guys are idiots. And she was like not like the supreme bad guy because Dio. Right. Dio. But she's like his she was kind, man, of kind of the reason why all these stand users exist exist yeah not like kind of the reason she explicitly is stated as being the reason that doe is even aware of of his stand existing yeah of his stand specifically yeah but she also has a tie to every other stand user they encounter on this journey right so i've put two and two together and it kind of like she is definitely like the fucking that makes sense for later stuff yeah exactly um and it's so funny because like whole horse is still just hanging around like like defeated under a couch somewhere and he's like yelling at, at Jotaro about like how Enyaba's stand is the ultimate and like cannot be defeated. It's just like I got news for you, whole horse. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even revealed my trump card. And then it's whatever the new ability of the week is. Yeah. Right. Uh, which is where Star Platinum decides he can inhale an entire stand. He fucking Kirby's her stand out of her body and just no 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 the stand wasn't in her body the stand was like out oh, yeah, and about yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, it was the mist like then he the just <gasps> like fucking curbifies it and almost kills her but doesn't which is just I don't I don't know how that I really don't know how that works at this point like sometimes it's a direct thing that directly affects the user star body. finger right sometimes you get fingered star suck you get sucked <laughs> That's just um, how it is, folks. Yeah, and then so once she's defeated, they leave her behind, and Whole Horse once again takes off, like, see ya fuckers. Yeah. Um, he's literally Jeep. just out for himself. And so then the last episode we're going to cover on this episode <laughs> is Lovers Part 1. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be irritating as fuck. Um, but it's uh, it starts out with one of my favorite things of all time. Which is? They're stopping to get Derners. Yeah, Derner kebabs. And I was just like, yes! Yeah, and like it's literally like about five minutes of the episode is is dedicated to... Haggling. Haggling. Yeah, it's it's lessons in bartering with Hosef Hostar. And the narrator of the fucking show. Exactly. Who hasn't... I don't think they've who really... Who runs us through the lessons in bartering with yes. Hosef Hostar. Yes, which includes like things that will always happen every single time. Yeah. Even though it's like talking about... I don't know. It's just... It's such a goofy scene. It's good. It is good. But, but then the only issue I had with it was that they refer to Darners as the hamburgers of the Middle East. And I'm like, they're not like anywhere near hamburgers if you're talking about the food, like the actual food. But I guess in its sense of being prolific. Yeah, I think that's all they And meant. you can find a stand every 10 feet, like a McDonald's every 100 yards. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what they meant. But I get what you mean. Like, it's just yeah. uh, with the ease of I wish access. They were, I wish they were more prolific up here. I or wish in a lot the of types of food were a lot more prolific up here. Oh my god! All right, so um, once again, though, it's no eat, only fight. Yes, they these boys, these big beefy boys, seem to be not able to get any of them scrumptious meals in their guts. No, not at all. Like literally, hardly ever see them get to finish a meal, let alone eat one. Um, 
And then Enya gets the the Dio tentacle treatment trademarked. Mm, yeah, yeah. She like was hogtied in the back of the car that they were in, and she they just... were in a carriage, I think. Yeah, yeah. because oh, the car yeah. got stolen by whole horse. Right. Yeah, that asshole. Yeah, yeah. So she like explodes with hell tentacles, which was... and they're all just staring at it like, oh no, what yeah. do we do? <laughs> this isn't great. Polnareff's like, I'm kind of conflicted about how to feel about this. Yeah, and I mean Jotaro's upset because obviously she has all the information. I'm assuming she gave herself away yet again about every fucking sand user they might come in contact with. Yeah, I think she did. So that's the reason they kept her alive and kept her with them because they're like, you're going to tell us about Dio, you're going to tell us about a stand, you're going to tell us about any other stand users that might be like working for him that we are going to possibly encounter. Like you are our in like you're gonna tell us where he lives like you got all the information we're gonna yeah. take all that information yeah and then she gets got yeah and then steely dan happened by steely dan steely dan or dan of steel dan of steel um it's like come on who also then just his his chirp consists mostly of hey guys uh my stand is like hella weak yeah it's the like shittiest. one of the weakest stands yeah. you could possibly imagine you could easily dunk on my stand and yet this takes two episodes to resolve right like and it's a very uh i don't know it's it's you said you really enjoyed these episodes it's a super long distance stand yeah. which i do enjoy um because of what it does with jotaro what right yeah, 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 yeah. This is like this is the whole thing with him and Jotaro, where he's like trying to get him to be his like um, servant, servant, pack mule, yeah, bridge, yeah. No, like Steely Dan's whole thing is like he's gonna com- humiliate Jojo, and Jojo's like, "This is not my kink, my guy." Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say I necessarily enjoyed it, but I was like, you know. You know, after watching this episode, that like as soon as they figure out how to get the stand out of Joseph's fucking brain. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. where it's like gnawing away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on his brain matter, making him even stupider yeah. than he already was. Which congratulations, there's an award. Yeah, because we've talked about like how do you go from because he's like yeah he's like older but he's still like shredded as fuck and then like the next time you see him it's just like ugh. Buddy, what happened to you? What happened to you, Chip? Yeah, and he's like, only 10 years older. Right. But like after, I mean, some stuff happens in the show, including this episode where it's just like. He seems fairly senile in this part in Stardust Crusaders, but like in, but then like he has his shit together enough where you're like, well, maybe he's not senile. Yeah. Maybe he's just actually fucking stupid. And then you watch part two out of order and you're like, oh, he is just full of marbles. Yeah. He was never not full of marbles anyways, but I feel like he had a few more at least at that point. He definitely had a couple more in the form of clacker balls. Yeah. Just clacking around up in his stupid skull. But um, then stuff like this episode happens where he's got, you know, enemy stand rampaging through his brain. Like instantly. Yeah. Like there's no delay. She's like, by the way, my stand is in your brain, gnawing away. Eating your fucking neurons. Yeah. It's like chop suey. Yeah. And my only like question about like the Steely Dan trying to humiliate 
um, Jojo was just like, is this all a ruse to spend the day trying to kiss Jojo? Because I feel like, he's like there are me. better ways to go about this. He's like, next I'm going to force you to buy us ice cream cones. <laughs> <laughs> An ice cream cone that we'll have to share. Yeah, we're going to have to share this bad or boy. Or a milkshake with what's, two straws. What's your least favorite kind of ice cream flavor, Jotaro? Right. Yeah. After he like sends him through any, any like shop window. It, yeah, so this is ridiculous. Steely Dan and his stand, The Lovers, is um, interesting. It's definitely like a, oh, shit, I would never want something like that implanted in, into my brain. Yeah, it's another kind of sort of like, in a weird way, is like two double-part episodes in a row evolving like zombie-type stand abilities, I guess. Or like at least like body possession. Yeah, body possession. So I wouldn't call it zombie ask. I would. I would definitely call it body possession. Yeah. So which this one kind of reminded me of. Which is fitting because Dio is now possessing Jonathan's body. Right. He's all up in the guts of that boy. Yeah. You think about you think back to part two and you think about how Dio's head grew all those tentacles. (laughs) Um, Do you do you think about that? uh, Yep. And uh, how he must have like decapitated Jonathan somehow after the boat went down um, and his tentacles were just like mine yeah this is for me now gribby grab yeah at the bottom of the ocean and the coffin secret, that Erina was also in locked from the outside unlike any other coffin that you've ever seen or any other storage compartment it's uh, locked from the outside listen I'm really happy that um, Haraki like wrote this manga and that it's given us such great adventures to go on with all these idiots uh <laughs> we're on our own bizarre adventure yeah literally like and we've said that so many times like just watching this and re-watching it we're just like wow this is just utterly ridiculous and actually bizarre um but i i don't know i just wish there were a few i wish there were fewer plot holes <laughs> yeah this it's it's looking like about as cheesy as those fucking uh the mist ass body horrors in the last episode yeah like it's just it's kind of like it's kind of like a drinking game unto itself be like spot the plot holes like spot the plot holes you'll be so dead within like two episodes exactly don't worry too much about it yeah um so we're not going to talk anymore about the lovers because that kind of covers the first episode introducing dan of steel i feel like yeah and then we'll we'll get into the second part of that we'll get into it the next part but i think we have reached the end of our time for this episode we have so um and we did a good thorough job i feel like uh covering everything and anything that made us go quit we did a bad thing (laughs) yeah i definitely regret the thing i did we've discussed these stands before yeah so we really hope you guys enjoy the new format or the new uh quality quote unquote um, yeah, we changed it up a little bit. Yeah, we changed it up a little bit. We got some better stereophonic sound coming at you. And Yeah, uh, and also thanks again to Jaw Dropper Studios who made my life so much better with our new intro that you guys have been hearing for the better part of a week now, considering I've been uploading episodes furiously mm-hmm. <laughs> um, onto our Podbean account um just to get them out because now our friend connor is he's catching up yeah. he's <laughs> and i he, need he him to it. listen to all the content yeah. he, he's he's uh, hopefully we can have him on in a future episode to yeah do like a, i definitely want to give him a call and have him talk about stardust crusaders because he has some really interesting viewpoints that i kind of feel like 
I um like sympathized with in my first watch through. I was just like, I fucking hate all of these guys. And now I'm just like, hi, BB. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to easily make that happen. And yeah. uh, so look forward to that in the future. Yeah. And, and if anyone else has any poignant remarks or fun stuff to say about Jojo, we definitely welcome. Um, I'm posting the links to our podcast on my personal Twitter account. So if you follow me there, then hit me up. Let me know. What you think if you want to come on and like have some fun stuff to say or just banter back and forth and talk about ridiculous things, then let me know. Yeah. So thanks again, guys. This is Otaku. I'm Greg. I'm Leels. See you next time.